Welcome to the Infinite Living Project with me, your host, Dr. Ryan Cleland. From exercise, nutrition, functional and regenerative medicine, supplementation, testing, and so much more, we bring you all things health in a real, raw, no-nonsense approach to getting and staying healthy. So let's get started. Hey, everybody. This is Dr. Ryan from the Infinite Living Podcast. Thanks for joining us today. Uh, We're going to jump right in. And uh, we're going to talk about something that's obviously very, very important to everyone's health, and that's insulin and insulin resistance and how we can control that. So we really do that by a lot of ways. There's so many different factors that can play into this. The reason that it's important is because it controls everything from our cortisol levels to our hormones and, and you name it. I mean, it really controls so many different factors in our how our body functions and how our body works from if you have fibromyalgia, depression, uh, chronic fatigue, I mean, you name it, you name it. Uh, insulin resistance is a, has got at least a portion or a, it, it plays a role in every one of those diagnoses, if not almost every diagnosis that's known to mankind right now, everything from brain disorders like dementia and Alzheimer's, I mean, you name it, like I said. So let's jump right in. So the first thing that I always talk to when we talk to people about controlling their blood sugar, you know, instead of just trying to change and cut out everything in your life, which you probably should, that um, at least the stuff that's going to kill you and screw up your blood sugar and your insulin levels and then destroy your life from the inside out, um, unfortunately, that's the reality of a lot of our decisions, especially the bad ones. But um, what are some things, some practical things? So today what we're going to talk about is breakfast. Breakfast is vitally important for some, not all. So everybody wants to jump into these freaking bandwagons on, oh, I'm going to be keto or, oh, I'm going to be, uh, I'm going to do this intermittent fasting or this, that, and the other. And you know, there's science that explains and and talks about each of these and how they're beneficial. And I totally agree with it, but it's not right for everybody. So depending upon where you're at, you really have to be smart on what you're doing. So, and there's no set rule. So, I mean, it's not like, well, if you're 30 pounds over your high school weight, then you need to do this. If you're a hundred pounds over your high school weight, you need to do that. Um, I would say the first thing that's vitally important for everybody is to just eat anywhere I would say I like about five small meals a day to start. I know this is going to go against some of you intermittent fasters out there. And for some of you folks, you know, you're going to jump right into intermittent fasting and and that, that may work for you. But for a lot of people out there that are going to be starting on this, start out with trying to control your blood sugar. And you do that by getting in good quality food, over a period of time, good quality exercise over a period of time, and doing these and creating good habits. When you start plateauing on this and you start seeing yourself not losing body weight, not losing fat, not losing, you know, not gaining muscle and all these things, that's when I would start to tweak it a little bit and say, okay, time to take it to the next level. Let's jump into intermittent fasting. Because what the small meals will do to start is it's going to create a sustained insulin response throughout the day. So how do you do that when you're eating a meal? For one, you cannot eat car- like simple carbohydrates. You just can't do it. Um, I know there are folks, and I see it in my gym, and a lot of these gyms, you know, they, they work their butt off there, and they may be, you know, they're trying to get ripped. I mean, let's face it, I'm pushing 40 right now. I don't care if I'm going to be a, an Olympic athlete. I just don't. I want to look good. I want to feel good. 
I want to fit into the, some, a certain pair of pants or a certain shirt or sport coat. And uh, I just don't care if I can, I mean, I do care when I'm there, but I don't care if I can do a 300 pound, you know, squat clean. It's just, it'd be cool, but it's not, it's not as important as looking good in a, you know, when I'm going out with my wife to dinner or something like that. So, you know, pick your poison if you want to be, you know, whatever. But so every meal should contain two major things, in my opinion. You want to have a good quality protein source and you want to have a good quality fat source. So let's start out with breakfast because that's really what this podcast today is all about. Because we can talk about every single meal, but every single meal is ultimately going to be structured very similarly. So what you want is something that is not going to spike your blood sugar. Now, if you are a morning workout person, what I would suggest like for myself, I work out at 5 a.m. So when I wake up about 4.30, I would suggest trying to get some sort of water intake and you go work out. As soon as you're done working out, within 30 minutes to 45 minutes, then I would I would do a feed, basically. And I would get some nutrients into your body. I would try to do, if it were me, I would do something light something like eggs would be fine. Do no more. If you're a man, do no more than three. If you're a female, no more than two to start. Main reason being is we don't want to over protein. So many folks now are over proteining because they think, well, if I do, if 20 is good, 50 is better. And I get it. And I know there's studies. I've seen them where they do over 30, you know, grams of protein that, you know, people, you know, get stronger, this, that, and the other, but keep it, let's keep it in the healthy range. Because if you're eating five times a day and you're doing, you know, 20 grams of protein per, you know, or 25, depending upon female or male, I mean, you can see how that'll add up over time. But, uh, you know, so many of us want to do the huge amount of protein right after we work out because we think our body's going to assimilate that protein. A lot of times it will not. So what I would say is don't do any more than 25 grams if you're a male, no more than 20 grams if you're a female. I would even back it down a little bit more than that sometimes for some folks because they just, a lot of people just don't feel great when they eat a ton of protein, no matter what they say. Um, they're just, they're almost lying to themselves because they're so used to, t- to taking in so much protein. So like for me, the easiest way to do it is just a protein shake. Now I've been out there and I was, you know, touting how whey protein, W-H-E-Y was the best protein, blah, blah, blah. And it's great. And it is very good. It gets into the body quickly. It's great post-workout protein. It's very good stuff. But, you know, as I've learned more and more, and as I've, you know, researched and studied, one problem with whey is it's highly allergenic. So we also have to be careful there. And a big one that's coming out is this bone broth protein, the collagen based proteins. Those are good as well. Um, Some of the research that I've seen on that is your body can only assimilate about 10 grams of that collagen in one sitting. So if you're taking in an excessive amount, you're not going to be utilizing all of that. So, and that stuff is not cheap. So why put in so much if your body cannot assimilate it? So, and also too, there are some vegan proteins out there. Some of them are really good. Some of them, they're missing some key essential uh, amino acids. They're low in like things like methionine and things like that. And sometimes it's not a bad deal if you're, you know, if you have uh, methylation issues like we talked about in, our, in one of our previous uh, episodes, but, um, but you still need that methionine for, for so many different things in your body. And, and again, if you have methionine issues or handling issues, you need to, like I said, you need to look into the MTHFR test and things like that within, um, 
within some of the genetic testing like 23andMe or even with your, within Quest, if you have a practitioner that understands it, they can order that for you as well. Um, but it's, it's really important to know. Um, so anyways, find the best protein that works for you. Find the best work protein that works for your budget. But also to find one, and, and you may need to mix. Like for what I, I really think is a good is a good mix is doing whey sometime um, and mixing it with collagen. Uh, you know, maybe doing 10, 10 grams of whey, 10 grams of collagen, or and, and doing that on, you know, alternating. And then doing a plant-based protein and then 10 grams of collagen and kind of just alternating those accordingly. The, the plant-based ones are going to be a little bit less allergenic. So those are always going to be your safer bet if you have any sort of dairy issue whatsoever. And most of us have some sort of dairy issue. Um, you'll just you'll notice you won't get as bloated and things like that after doing the protein shake. So I would do 20 to 25 grams, 25 max for a guy, 20 max for a female. Um, that's just my personal. It's just quick and easy. And it doesn't spike your blood sugar. You want to find something that has little to no uh, sugar, very, very little sugar. You don't want your, like I said, you don't want that insulin spike because the reason you don't want that insulin spike, especially in the first in the morning or right after a workout is because as soon as you get that insulin spike, all the good hormones shut off. Like post-workout, especially if you're doing high intensity interval training, it's been shown that you're going to increase your HGH, increase your testosterone, which is fantastic. That's what all of us want. Those are our get ripped and stay young hormones. But if we shut those off immediately by drinking some sort of sugary drink or something like that, you know, you're kind of shooting yourself in the foot. You know, if at least if your goals are to look good and feel good and have, you know, healthy hormones and all that fun stuff and have a healthy brain. Um, you know, if you, again, if your goal, if you're going to go work out two or three hours later, sure, then you, maybe you'll introduce a little bit more of the of something that's going to increase your, you know, your glycogen storage and things like that. But for most of us, we want to starve the body of simple sugars. We want to go to the protein. I like to even throw in a little MCT oil if I'm not going to do my uh, morning coffee. Um, I like to, I'll just throw it right in there. I'll put probiotic powder in there as well. I like to throw a little colostrum powder or some sort of IgG support, which is basically an immune support, helps to heal the gut. Um, and those are all things that we'll talk about in the future. But um, if you have questions, you can always reach out to us. But um, but those are some powders that you can throw in there. Does that increase the cost of your shake? Absolutely it does. This stuff isn't cheap because it's freaking good. But also, too, what I don't want is leaky gut. What I don't want to do is shoot myself in the foot because I'm trying to save a buck. I just worked my butt off for the last 45 minutes in the gym. If I'm going to do my breakfast, I want to do it right. And so... Another way, another reason that this is really vital, or I think that protein shakes and things are like that are good, is because one, you don't have to digest it. It's easy on your digestive tract. You absorb it fairly quickly. Um, another thing too is it's measurable. It's measurable. You don't have to guess. You know, when you start, when you get into eggs, for instance, it's like, okay, what kind of eggs do you have? You know, it's that whole summer, you know, if eggs are good, all eggs are good. And that's not the truth. You know, you could be getting some uh, just caged up, hormone fed, just totally, um, you know, uh, get an egg that the parent ate nothing but inflammatory foods. And so therefore the egg is automatically inflamed. So it, it's not going to be as good as some free range, organic, um, locally raised chicken egg. So again, this is where you have to decide like 
pick and choose your battles. Um, but if you're going to do those type of things, like I like eggs because there's a lot of good vitamins in the yolk. Always eat the yolk. Don't avoid the yolk. Um, I know folks, my daughters hates them, won't eat them. So we try to sneak a little here and there. But um, I mean, obviously with her scrambled eggs, she'll eat them. But with the uh, if we do boiled eggs or something, she's just not having it. But eggs are okay. And everything, there's so many things that are okay. And I mean, you could eat what you would eat normally for dinner. I mean, you could eat just, you know, have some grass-fed beef, have some you know, some, some sort of lean protein that's comes from a quality source. Like I said, the reason that I like the shakes nowadays is it's easy. It's easy on your digestive tract because sometimes when we eat those, those, um, you know, like let's say you're going to have a, a six ounce steak for breakfast, which is fine. It's grass fed. It's all healthy, this, that, and the other, but then your body's going to be digesting that. And so your body's going to be putting energy and time into digesting that food, which can cause some issues down the road of fatigue, things like that. So, that's why I think go that route. And then every meal should follow that structure. You don't have to do protein shakes every freaking meal. That'd get old. I can't do it. I have to like have that chewing sensation, whether I'm hungry or not. Sometimes it's just, it's psychological for me and I know it, but whatever. So, you know, this is where you have to, um, you know, you have to know again, proteins, um, fats, and then vegetables. Those are the three things that I always try to include in every single meal. Every single meal, if you have those three things, you will be healthy, you will be fit, your body, and you will be controlling your insulin. I mean, again, I know that's, it depends on how much of each, if you're keto or if you're paleo or if you're Atkins or this, that, and the other. The reason that all these are, I try to go as keto as I can most of the time. I'm not super hardcore. I don't check, check my blood levels every other five minutes. I know when I'm in keto because I've been eating good and I've been putting a lot of good fats in like MCT oils and I use BHP salts in the afternoon um, to help kick me into ketosis again. I can feel it in my brain. I can just, I'm much more alert. I know what's going on. You know, it's just, uh, I just know what I am. I mean, and you'll feel that pretty quickly if you go into more of that um, low carbohydrate, higher fat higher protein, not higher protein, moderate protein and, and good vegetables and try to do that every meal. Um, but try to do that even with your, with your snacks, try to do that with your lunch and don't eat as much as you think you should eat. Eat probably two thirds to a half of what you think you should eat. Um, I'm guilty of it. I, if there's food out there, I'll start just back just start chowing down on it. But I think we all know when we start overeating or we eat too much protein, especially, we just start getting full. We start getting fatigued and we don't know why. We're like, oh my gosh, now and then two o'clock comes and we're just ready to crash. So eat light, eat many times throughout the day, control that blood sugar by what you eat, stay away from the breads and the grains and the pastas and all that stuff. Um, If you want to splurge every so often, go splurge, but understand you are not helping yourself. Be strategic when you splurge. Don't do it right after, you know, if you're going to do it after, you know, a workout, then so be it. But, you know, make sure that you're very strategic on getting yourself back online quickly uh, with the rest of your meals, you know, and if you're going to go out and have a pasta dinner one evening, you know, understand the repercussions, make sure you got that morning workout ready to go to kick yourself back into gear and get yourself back on the wagon. So 
again, we have to control our blood sugar because it controls so many factors. It is a basis of all health and healthy living. That's why nutrition is always vital and it always is important. Fibromyalgia, hormones, fatigue, uh, overweight, uh, just can't lose weight, uh, brain fog, uh, whatever. What else? Arthritis, uh, just just chronic pain, chronic issues. I mean, you name it: heart disease, diabetes. Um, all of it is based off of your glycemic index and your, your, uh, insulin resistance. So work on that. You want to, if you can go out and get blood testing, get your fasting glucose tested below 95 is ideal. Um, on that, you want to get your HGA1C levels tested, HGA1C, hemoglobin A1C. You want to be in the 4.8 to 5.4 range. If you get out of those ranges, if you start getting closer to that six, you are becoming diabetic. You are insulin resistant. Um, you can also get your insulin levels checked. Uh, these are all hormones that we check on almost every one of our wellness profiles or blood tests that we run, and it's because this is vital. We want that insulin level as close to one as we can get it, around two. Anything below three, I'm pretty happy about. And so, um, you know, these are numbers that we want to make sure that are, are going right for you. So that way, as these numbers start to creep up, the inflammatory markers creep up. But if these numbers are intact, then we can start to address other things outside of just, you know, making sure you're you're eating right because you're already doing that. And no matter what diagnosis, what problem you have, you can never supplement a bad diet. So you have to start there. So God bless you all. I hope this helps. I know this is maybe uh, kicking a dead horse as far as nutrition, but make sure and find products out there that can help you succeed. It's not easy all the time. There are things like these fat bars now that, you know, on Bulletproof Radio, he sells those. Those are really good. Um, again, there are tons and tons of good quality products out there. Um, but you may have to mix and match. Don't just think that one is the end all be all. And if you do that, it's going to save your life. You know, yeah, they'll sell it to you and they'll do this, that, and the other, but you may have to mix some of the powders together to actually assimilate and be able to utilize all the stuff that's in there. So I hope this helps start controlling your blood sugar. It will make everything in your life better. If you need help with this, get a hold of us. We can run these tests for you. We can figure out where you are and we can help you figure out a, a game plan depending upon when you work out, depending upon your lifestyle. Um, and there's a lot of docs out there that can do that. So at least if they, you know, they know what they're talking about when it comes to all of this. So, um, you know, reach out, find people that can help you succeed. And also to continue to look for products because there's more and more coming out every day. There's a lot of cool stuff out there. And uh, like I said, keto is huge now. Atkins was huge for a while and tried to just make sure it's quality, quality products in addition to making sure your macros are good because macros are great, whatever, that's fine. But also to you must make sure that those macros are quality macros. You don't want to just get proteins for protein's sake. You want good quality protein because sometimes if it's, it's if that stuff is junk, it doesn't matter if it's protein. It's junk protein, and it's going to end up making you sick anyway. So be smart, always researching, and uh, reach out to us if you need anything, drryanclone at gmail.com. And uh, that's the easiest way right this minute. We're going to be having a website and all that fun stuff that you can reach out to us as well, or Facebook, uh, Ryan Clone. I'm out there. And um, 
have an awesome day, guys. God bless you all. I hope this helps. Start with breakfast, and then the rest of your day will be will be uh, set so much better. So have an awesome day, and please share this with all your friends and family. God bless you. Amen. This episode of the Infinite Living Project has ended, but be sure to subscribe to hear the latest and greatest health and wellness information on the face of the earth. And please don't forget to rate and review so we can continue to bring you and your family the best health content available. And one last request, please, if you know other people out there that are eager to learn and eager to hear just great quality health information, please share this podcast with the people that you love and care about. God bless and have a great day. The products and services and the claims made about specific products and services on or through the site have not been evaluated by the United States Food and Drug Administration and are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent disease. The information provided on this podcast, a website, or any other media of Dr. Ryan Cleland is for informational purposes only and is not intended as a substitute for advice from your physician or other healthcare professional or any information contained on or in any product label or packaging. You should not use this information on this podcast or any other media of Dr. Ryan Cleland for diagnosis or treatment or any health problem or for prescription or any medication or other treatment. You should consult with a healthcare professional before starting any diet, exercise, or supplementation program, before taking any medication, or if you have or suspect you may have a health problem. Statements regarding dietary supplements, lab testing, medications, and or medical procedures have not been evaluated by the FDA and are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease or health condition. 